to humble me. And um, I feel like I'm in a crash course of humility. But it looks much different than how it's looked in other seasons. Pride is layered. Pride rears its ugly head in the way that you handle situations and your anger and the way that you regard others and the way that you treat others. Pride rears its ugly head in how you give you know, the measure at which you forgive other people, how you grace other people, how you grace yourself. Pride rears its ugly head in the way that you receive love and the way that you um, show mercy. Pride rears its ugly head and, you know, in your propensity to want to pity yourself in your acknowledgement of God, you know, pride will rear its ugly head. And so I think God has given me the very profound opportunity <laughs> to see all the different ways in which pride has manipulated me and God is like very sweetly coming into those places and just showing me hey and it's not like I'm falling flat on my face and it's super embarrassing and real painful and all these other things God has been very graceful you know and I just keep getting this overwhelming sense that this is just the beginning (laughs) and I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday why is it that you get to this place in your walk you can't help it where you're just like oh I'm doing so good Oh, I'm so good. Yes, me and God are like, we're vibing. I'm learning from him. We're in worship. We're in communion. He's using me. I'm prophesying. I'm, I'm laying hands. I'm just in the vein right now. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm just really soaring at this Christianity thing. And God be like, oh, for real? Bet. Um, cool. Let me, let me show you what's still there. <laughs> so I, I love that about God. I love the way God parents. I love the way God parents. I love that the Lord is like, no, babe, no, 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 no. You got this thing so twisted. Um, And I think what I'm recognizing more and more is that God's great love is, man, is so multifaceted. God's love doesn't leave any room for him to like look at you and show you something about yourself and be like, see, Hmm, look at you. Are you happy now? Look what you've done. Oh, I got to clean your mess up. God never looks at us like that. He loves us so much and his love is so extravagant and so wide and so unyielding that it literally covers all. God blankets us through through suffering and, and through trials and his, his, his grace and his love and his mercy and his companionship and his compassion for us. It makes it like you're not even really going through a storm. And that's why you see people go through things that are really heartbreaking and heart-wrenching and and things that wreck us and they're able to walk through it it's not not to say that they don't hurt but they walk through it with a certain amount of foresight you know I, I can't really articulate it it's just they know that this stuff is par for the course and and something is being revealed and and God is getting his glory in some way and you know so it's just it's very sweet and I had a very unique experience yesterday um that I haven't I don't know if I've ever experienced it like this before But I really feel like my spirit and my soul were crying yesterday. I had a misunderstanding with somebody close to me. Realized that there was so much hurt and so much pain there that I had never addressed before. Um, And I just wept for a a long time, (laughs) for a very long time and hard. And I, I honestly believe that I was being purged as I was crying, something was coming out of me and God was there. He was there. And, 
and afterwards and you know initially I was very angry and as I cried the Lord was with me and just showed me you don't have to be angry here like you're actually in pain he unfolded the levels of my emotion and just showed me hey no that's not really anger that's actually hurt you know and that's that kind of hurt is actually from trauma and that kind of hurt is actually you discerning the hurt of somebody else you grieving on the part of someone else that's empathy and so just like even getting to that level with the Lord where he's showing me in a moment how I'm feeling and giving me strategy and direction on how to handle the situation afterward and just real grown-up stuff real spiritual maturation type stuff if you're not matriculating in your faith you don't really have a foundation and the only way that you get to matriculate in your faith is if it's tested and if you're rocked and if you're wrecked and so you know because I asked him to show me his glory I asked him to reveal himself to me I asked him to humble me which is a very bold prayer that is empowered by the Holy Spirit because nobody in their right mind will be praying for humility but the way that the way in which God has humbled me in this season has been really sweet I performed at um the Coco Hughes event our second Coco Cure and um I rehearsed the poem and it kind of tripped me out how quickly I memorized it I'm like yo like I haven't done this in a minute but the stuff is just kind of like you know it's sticking um so I get on the mic and like midway through my poem not even midway like I'm almost done I got a couple stanzas left I completely draw a blank I mean I completely forget and I'm just sitting there and I hate this has only happened to me one other time that's how much I hate the feeling of standing in front of a crowd feeling ill-prepared and feeling like I can't give you guys what it is that you came for you know and I expressed in the first I believe it was the first episode of this podcast why I stepped away from from spoken word in the first place and so in my mind I'm just thinking yo like dude what are you doing you come on you're a performer you gotta get you gotta get it tight so I eventually got back on the horse and finished out strong but I had to sit with that for a minute and I was embarrassed initially in that moment I wasn't in that moment I was just like girl why you can't remember this poem like I was I wasn't even really flustered I was just like confused as to why because I knew the poem but later on when I start to ponder on it I'm like I'm embarrassed by this I'm embarrassed by the fact that I worked so hard to come up with this poem and nobody else bombed their poem and nobody else forgot their poem and, and here I am and I do this like I'm not I'm not new to this you know so um even in that moment God was just sweetly like hey babe Remember when you said you didn't want it to be about the audience and you didn't want it to be about ego and you didn't want it to be about self-promotion? Remember when you said that? Well, here, this is how I get to see. This is how you get to see. Is Is it about giving me honor and glory or is it about you glorifying yourself? Is it about the words that I've given you or is it about, you know, how cool you're able to deliver them and put them together? And, and, you know, I'm saying like, is it about your delivery and your performance and your poise and all that other stuff and and you being cute and and you having swag and all this? Or is it about my glory? So, hey, there's only one way we find that out. (laughs) You know? 
And even in the fact that in the moment I wasn't embarrassed, I think God was teaching me a lot about how, like, hey, when I elevate you, you can't care anything about looking silly or looking foolish or looking crazy or being embarrassed or any of those things. And when I promote you, you've got to be so involved and so invested and so enveloped in what it is that I'm doing in you that the opinions of others matter very, very little to you. And so that's just one example. But God has been humbling me like literally every day. It's like showing me something new about myself that's ugly. <laughs> but in that process, I'm growing so much. I think us as women, especially women of color, we are always on guard. Like always, always, always on guard. And I know that about myself. Like I have developed so many defense mechanisms um, out of trauma, out of just experiences that rocked me. I've just learned keep my guard up and not to cry. <laughs> well, not to let people see me cry. I be crying. <laughs> but, you know, not publicly. And uh, that's not the heart of God. God gave you emotions for a reason. He definitely wants you to steward them well, for sure. But cry. You know, if your body is telling you to cry, cry. And you're releasing cortisol. It's important for you, <laughs> biologically, uh, spiritually, emotionally. It's important for you to release. And... um I was so frustrated yesterday in the heat of a disagreement because I felt myself getting angry and, and being hurt and being sad to the point where I knew I was just, it was about to be some serious waterworks. And so I was just like, okay, um, yeah, let me leave so that I don't let them see me cry because I want to be taken seriously and I don't want to be pitied. I want to be heard. And if I start crying, then that's a sign of weakness and that's a sign that they've won so I'm just gonna leave and so you know I just got clarity on the fact that my strength and my power is deeply rooted in my ability to feel and to show emotion that's a gift from God and I just thought about how parents if you have sensitive children talk to God about how to steward them. Talk to God about how to parent them. Talk to God about how to nurture their ability to feel and to empathize and figure out what it is that God wants you to help them to discover about their gifting. It's important that we feel. It's important that we mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. It's important that we let people know that it's okay. It's okay to go through things and to let your heart break. It's okay to let your heart break. You know, God's heart breaks. He feels us. He's in tune with us. He knows he's grieved. And so he's not so high above it all that he's not able to empathize with us. And I love that about God. And I love that about Jesus. Like, I, I love that Jesus wept for us and with us. Like, even though he was fully God and he knew, I have all power in my hands. I can I can do anything I want to do, but I'm still hurt that you're hurt, <laughs> you know? And so, um, anyway, again, just another another form of humility is just allowing your heart to break and allowing yourself to unravel sometimes and allowing your giving yourself the room to just be you. You know, I I wanna say by my second mom, Lady Candace, who is the first lady of our church um she has a podcast called she prays and um it's just it's just really refreshing for people to like do things 
purely out of obedience and to be transparent and to be like honest with you about where they are, no matter what their position is. Like that to me. And that's why, and I don't want to get off task, but that's why I'm starting not to get mad at God anymore about like when he has me in holding patterns and when he has me where he has me, because I know that most times God will hide you in order to keep you humble. Like most God, most times God will not elevate you to a certain platform too soon because he still wants, like, he's still trying to do something in you. He's still trying to get things out of you. He still needs you. Like he needs that, that childlike faith, that heart, that drive, that compassion, that fear, that pain, all those emotions that are very real, all those things that you go through. He needs you to be in that place and have those experiences so that you can connect with someone else. Like we connect with people when we know that they're relatable. We connect with people when like they are credible. We connect with people when we know that they've been through things. Um, And so in that way, like I'm thankful that God has hidden her because he's done something in her heart in her heart and is doing something in her heart that allows her to lead from a very authentic place. And Kelly and I were just talking last night about how sad we are. Um, about Cosby and just like this entire Me Too movement and just like how grieved we are that like these extremely talented people like reached a level in their fame or reached a platform or got to this place where they felt like they were above the law, where they felt like like they could do whatever it is that they wanted to do and it would be of no consequence. We were so grieved that people could act like normal people, like me and you, who just were afforded the opportunity to reach people in a very profound way, mismanaged what God had given them, you know? And and, and that's why it's important. And I want to say this to anybody who, you know that God has called you to something, you know that God is preparing you for something, you know that God is taking you someplace, but you are, like your beginnings are extra humble. Your beginnings are super small and you just kind of like looking at what you have, like, okay, I know the dream that you put in my heart. I know the vision that you gave me. I know the spouse that you told me is mine. I know the the future and and the the car and the house and all this other stuff. And I know the platform and all these other things, but where I'm at right now doesn't really, it's not in alignment with what it is that you've shown me. And so you're kind of just living in that space, in that purgatory, in the in-between of things. And I just want to encourage you with this. Right now, it's perfect. Right now, it's complete. Right now, right now is not lacking anything. Right now is blessed. Right now is anointed. The moment that you're in right now is good. You know, when we talk about taking road trips, the road trip is not the road trip for the destination. The road trip is the road trip for all of the stops you make in between. That's what life is. That's what this walk is. So please do not be a fool and do not glorify what's to come or don't glorify the future or don't glorify the platform or the person or the car or the marriage or whatever the case may be. Don't glorify that. Glorify God in in your right now. The thing that he promised you is not your God. The thing that he promised you is just a way for you to know him more. So know him right now. Get really good at knowing God in every stage of your life. But the thing that I wanted to say is this, you need to find out what traumas you have, what triggers you have, what emotional baggage you have. You need to be really, really emotionally intelligent and and emotionally mature before you reach certain levels and elevate to certain platforms. And even guys, people, God elevates us to people. Sometimes your platform is your spouse. Sometimes your platform is your child. 
Sometimes your platform is your job. So God will don't don't relegate elevation to having a mic and having an audience. Sometimes God is taking you through a storm right now so that you can be the very best wife or the very best husband or the very best friend or so that you can walk through. Some of y'all, God is about to walk you through an illness or God is about to allow one of your loved ones to get sick or somebody you love to die or like and and in those moments he's going to reveal something else about his character and he's trying to prepare you for that now so you've got to steward what you're in right now i don't want to get too deep in that but like our idea of success and god's idea of success are two totally different things and so you need to make sure that you take care of yourself and that you're healthy right now because i would hate for you like to be a cosby like i would hate for you to have all these because I think it's really silly to think and only Kel said this last night only God Cosby and those women know what really happened and and so I'm not anybody's judge and and, and I don't want to place blame I don't know what went went on okay what I am saying is when you have accusations like that or when when you victimize people in that way that is that's deep-seated like that's some stuff from your childhood. That's some that's some mental stuff. That's some illness. That's some issues. That's some sexual perversion. That's some spiritual stuff that you have that you didn't just obtain after you made it big. That's some stuff that's been in you, but now given the right the the certain set of circumstances and given you know uh, the certain opportunity and given the platform and given the clout to be now you can do it and just do it and it be of no consequence. You know, that we do ourselves a disservice when we don't allow God to break us. Like when we don't allow God to expose things in us in the dark, when we don't allow God to prepare us in the dark, when nobody's watching, when nobody is around in the crucible. Right. Like right in the at the crux. You know, that's where greatness is born is in those experiences where you allow God to lay you face down in the dust. When you allow God to humble you, when you allow God to to break you down so that he can build. And so it's very silly to try to like start that whole process. It's very silly to try to like rush through that or hurry up and run through that part of of the obstacle course or that saying like, take your time with, please take your time with yourself. Take your time with, with where you are because it's, it's very, very. So, wow, that was way longer than <laughs> what I expected it to be. But this stuff is just kind of flowing out of me right now. Um, and I'm so sorry that this is not being recorded, like, in my prayer closet, with my headphones in, on my mic, real crisp-like. This is real life. And this stuff came to me when I was driving home. So, it is what it is. If you have any prayer requests, please hit me up. Um and if you're listening to this and you pray, pray for me, please. Um, I'm going to end this in a real quick prayer because I, I didn't pray in the last. Um, pray for y'all after, but I didn't pray in the episode. So I want to pray for you here. Again, any questions, any concern, any prayer requests, contact me. K-E-D-U dot M-I-T-C-H at gmail.com. That's kadu dot Mitch at gmail. Uh, I'm opening. A- <sighs> Lord, thank you so much for talking to me and talking through me. Thank you so much for the tears that I've cried, tears that all of your children have cried because you've bottled every single one. 
you hear us, God, that you can interpret our sighs, that you can interpret our moans and our groans. Like, you know what it's like to feel these birthing pains. You know what it's like to travail in the spirit. You know what it's like to trek through um, this these waters that are like, they're deep, they're dark. Um, there's so many currents. God, there's so many trials. There's so many distractions. There's so many spirits. There's so much hurt. There's so much baggage. There's so much trauma. And only you can decipher through this stuff. Only you can speak to it and make it still. Only you can come in like a mighty rushing wind, God. Only you can speak life to to dry bones. Only you can call out, Father God, what you put in us. Only you know our inward parts. Only you knit us together in our mother's womb knew us predestined us will glorify us will justify us only you only you God so we bless and we magnify and we praise only you God I know some of my listeners are facing insurmountable odds I know some of my listeners feel like they've been forgotten by you I know some of my listeners are confused about how even to approach you or to broach the subject of spirituality God but I know that you are near and that you are very present help in the time of need and that you've allowed us this grand opportunity to have kinship to have relationship with you through the spirit of adoption now we can say Ava daddy papa like help (laughs) heal change restore break in the name of jesus so i thank you for anointing i thank you for freedom and i thank you for every trial god every single trial lord because it's brought me closer to you with every trial i see another facet of your personality another facet of your character and another beautiful image of your face you are magnificent You are marvelous. You are perfect in every way. And you are sovereign over everything. What we're going through right now is your footstool. (laughs) Really, truly, like anything that we're facing right now is just below you. And you can do it. And you will do it. And so we praise you for just being the answer. We praise you for being the answer. God, give healing, give direction, give restoration, give joy, give peace. Give anointing, Lord, because your word says that it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Give perspective, God, and help us to access our greatness through our acknowledgement of you. Thank you that you'll be glorified. Thank you, Lord. We bless you and we honor you and we thank you for all that you've done. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, listen, if you happen to be in the Houston area, my church is having a worship night this Friday. Um, the Fellowship of Love Church, 10223 Clodine Road. It is going to be a phenomenal time at 7.30 p.m. The one we had last year was like crazy good. Just so peaceful. Such just a warm like environment where we just get together. We're all like in our own zone. It's not a competition. Nobody's flossing. Like nobody's performing. Like we're literally just singing, praising, worshiping, hearing, resting in the presence of God. It's a very beautiful, pure moment. So if you want to come, please do. If you need a ride, hit me up. I'm not even joking. And come through if you can.